Welcome. It's probably been about a month since Carrie and I recorded this podcast on the Holy Spirit, and I wanted to preface it by reading you this verse, and it's from 1 Corinthians 2.11. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. We need the Spirit to instruct us as to the things of the Spirit. And so I invite you to push the pause button right now, no matter where you are at, no matter what you may know, no matter what your understanding of the Spirit, invite the Spirit to give you fresh revelation. And without further ado, let's jump into the conversation with Carrie. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm here with my friend Carrie from The Spacious Place, and it has been one of the great joys of my life to be in partnership, to be in discipleship with her and Jesus, the Lord God, most high, Jesus, the spirit. I'm three in one. And today we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit. And I'm very excited about that because as Carrie and I have grown deeper in our own freedom stories, walking out the new creature reality that Norm and I spoke about last week, we are discovering new and exciting things about the Spirit. And I want to start out by reminding us that Jesus, when he was talking to his disciples, he said, you know, guys, I say this so often, but he says, it's better that I leave you because I'm going to leave the Spirit. And in John 4, he said, anyone who thirsts, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit whom those who believed in him were to receive. For as the Spirit had not been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. And the truth is, everything hinges on the fact the Lord Jesus Christ was glorified. And the Spirit has been given to us. And I also want to note really quickly that the Spirit is inseparable from God the Father and God the Son. From the very beginning, Genesis, the Spirit hovering over the water, to Revelation, the Spirit and the Bride say, Come. Let him was thirsty come and drink. Mm. And so we see that tying together. And yet it can be such a scary thing to even talk about the Holy Spirit because we cannot plumb the depths or understand. And so Karen, are going to talk about that today. And I'm really excited about it. And to be honest, a little nervous and uncomfortable and scared too, because we cannot put words to it. And yet that is good because we are just people. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I think, I think one of the things that hits me afresh as I even think about the Holy Spirit is I think I love that you started out by saying we can't separate out the Trinity mm-hmm. we can't like the, the God the Father God the Son God the Spirit they all go together right and I remember when somebody I don't even remember where it was but it was years ago and somebody said the Holy Spirit is a person mm. and thinking about that like I think our limited ideas of a person even Mm -hmm. because God, the father is also a person in himself. And so how we relate to God, I feel like I'm learning, just like you said, like I'm learning new things about relating to the Holy spirit in such a way that he is a dynamic, intricate part of what it means to be a follower of Christ because it's where I get power, it's where I get comfort, it's where I'm convicted, it's where I'm, I, all those things that the spirit, that scripture talks about. And so I think it, it's really, I, I feel the same way because I feel like we are, it feels so weighty because there's so much mystery to it, like right. we were talking about earlier. And, but there's a lot we can know. 
And now I'm also thinking of the verse where it says, God is spirit. Yes. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And so the fact of the matter is that we cannot define God the Father, the Son, or the Spirit in human terms. And yet we know these things that are so complex, yet simply true. Yeah. And that's one of the complicated things about it. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say yeah. about, or what I was trying to say, is that it's it's crazy to me that there, you can, we can get to places, I'm just going to speak for myself, I can get to places where I think, okay, I've got a pretty good handle on this. Like, like I've, I've created some patterns and some things in my mind that help me understand. And then I read that God, just, just like you said, that God is spirit. And I'm like, wait a second, that messes with what I just had so perfectly settled out in my mind. You know what I mean? Totally. Like that. And that's where I think the mystery comes in. And that's where I love the confidence going back to so many of the things that Jesus spoke to his disciples, especially in John, where he said, when I leave, I'm going to leave the counselor, the instructor, the teacher. We have the same power within us that raised Jesus from the dead. And it says it very clearly in the Gospels, in Acts, in the epistles. The Spirit has been left as a deposit for us, that we are temples of the living God. The living God resides within us. Pause and look, too, which I've been loving lately. Carrie and I have been talking about the relationship of God, the Father, Son, and Spirit. And it was a relationship. Yeah. And about how the Spirit is the one that led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. Yes. And then Jesus learned obedience through the Spirit. It's mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. And yeah. I love that you started in Genesis. Because I think that we can we can always go back to first mentions in the Word of God mm-hmm. to solidify and remind us of, you know, it's like interpretation, like going back to Genesis to get some interpretation or some, some clarification even about some of the things that we read later in scripture that I think is helpful. And I think even in that passage at the very beginning, when God is creating, there is that it's really easy to miss that mm-hmm. and to jump over it. And I, and so I think I love that you started that because it's just the Bible begins with this picture of not only the Trinity, but community, this model for us of living in community. And it's really hard, you know, as I think about us talking about the spirit today, it's really hard because I think, man, where do you even start? And I think Genesis is a great place to start. At the same time, I think we could talk from now until heaven about the Holy Spirit and we still wouldn't plumb the depths. And that's why I love that when Jesus came and fulfilled the law and the prophets, that he, as we know, was the Word. In John 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It talks about Jesus and Colossians in the same way being crater. And I can't remember the exact scriptures, but basically the intricate relationship of the Word of God, Jesus the Word, the Spirit, yeah. God is Spirit. And that's where the theology of the Trinity can get very complex where I like to remind myself that it all comes down to a greater capacity to love God and love others. Yes. And so that is where, when I realize that we have the same spirit within us to allow us to obey God and to love God and that Jesus fulfilled the law and the prophets and that all comes back to, we don't need to understand all the ins and outs. Right. We get to say, yes, spirit, the spirit and the bride say, come. And I get to say, Yes, Spirit, teach me, instruct me because of what Jesus did for me. Exactly. That is such a relief. 
And I think I have spent time not being able to walk in confidence sometimes because I think I should know more or be more or mm -hmm. do more or have more faith or be able to understand things that I have not had the ability to enter into because of my humanity at that point. Does that make sense? It totally makes mm -hmm. sense. Yeah. I, you know, when you were talking, I was thinking about, we have been going to a new church here in Sun River. And, and so I don't know very many people, but I started going to a women's Bible study so I thought that might be a great place to get to know women. And I love studying the word of God and, and it's been great. I really have made some friends there actually, but at the table during this last study was this young girl and she's brand new. She just came to faith at Easter. Mm -hmm. And so she's like three months into her journey with God has all these questions that are beautiful and so refreshing Mm -hmm. for somebody who has walked with God for a long time. And so at the last study of this last study that we did together, she goes, can I just ask a question before we leave? This seems really silly. And I was like, mm, remember, no question's a silly question. Like it's, we, we're so quick to qualify something. Right. Like we don't want to sound stupid. Are we supposed to know? Yeah. Anyway, she said, everyone talks about the Trinity and mm. I, I feel like I understand God, the father and God, the son, but Who's the Holy Spirit? Mm. I was like, that is such a great question. And I was able to say enough to her right. and also say, you're going to spend the rest of your life mm -hmm. growing in your capacity to receive more and more about who the Spirit is and what that means for you. Right. And so I think that goes along with what you were just saying in the sense of like, we're never going to come to a place where we're like, oh, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got that figured out. Mm -hmm. I am so thankful that we never arrive and also that I have learned that I love to be a learner. Just yeah. thinking about, I have spent so much of my life thinking I'm supposed to know more, be more, do more, be better at praying, be better at hungering and thirsting for righteousness. But I will say something that is a lot newer for me is actually before I try to practice anything, to actually pause and wait in quiet and stillness and to actually invite the strength and the power of the spirit. Yeah, you are so good at that. Honestly, so, I feel like I've learned so much watching gosh, you because you, you have such a good practice that is just that, that it, it, it reminds me. And I, and I would say the same thing. I feel like the more I learn, the less I feel like I know. Oh, yes. I think I would clarify that for me, what I mean by that is I'm reminded that every single time that I press in mm -hmm. to God and his spirit and Jesus, oftentimes through the word of God, whether that's the word in prayer or the word in study mm -hmm. or the word in community, however I'm entering into the word, because Jesus is the word, um, yeah. it's as if my soul becomes this balloon that God just begins to expand. Mm. So it's not like I know less. It's like my capacity grows for him to give me more. The thing is that you can't put into words is as you expand, there's more room for others. That expansive, spacious place creates space for others mm -hmm. and less room for judgment. And I think th the other thing that I would say is it creates more room for you. It creates, and for me, yes, like it, 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 the spirit is pressing the walls out, like pushes the walls out so that there's more room for us to abide. 
And that's, yes, and that is what we were created for. Yeah. And, and he loves and us. And he loves us. And that is where I think it's so mind-blowing is it's this paradigm that almost seems like it becomes more of a dichotomy, yeah. but it actually becomes more expansively simple because it seems like the awareness of our own lack. I think of Paul saying, I'm the chief of all sinners. Yeah. And yet he also said, do what I do. Right. He was so confident in his identity of, in the Lord Jesus Christ. He could say, do what I'm doing because I'm seeking the Lord. And there's so much space for everything we need for life, for joy, for all of those expansive, the, for the faith, for the hope, for the love. As we press in, there is more and more and more room for that. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I, I love that you brought in the fruit of the Spirit because those that's a part of the fruit of the spirit, which Paul talks about in Galatians. I feel like God has been doing a new thing in my heart and in my mind around the fruit of the spirit, because I think, I I don't know if this, I don't know how this happened, but somehow in my mind, I always felt like my job around the fruit of the spirit was to grow, to be better, Mm -hmm. to stay more connected to Jesus and the Holy Spirit's power and work in my life Mm -hmm. so that I would love better. I would have more joy for others. I would have more peace and patience for others and kindness and gentleness and all those things. And it was all about me being better for you. Right. And I feel like this season of my life, and I don't know if it's because God has slowed me down so much Mm -hmm. in this season of living here with less contact or interruptions Mm -hmm. of friendships. I don't mean to call it interruptions like it's negative, but you know what I mean? Like more solitary time that I've been able to receive from the spirit in new ways. And honestly, I have had moments where the spirit of God has said to me, those are for you. Right. Those are for you. Right. And as you abide with me and receive those things, that will be a natural outflow of how you are with Mike, how you are with your kids, how you are with your neighbors. Like, and what a, what a paradigm shift that only the spirit can do. It's so good. Going back to the verse I quoted at the beginning from John 4 that says, out of you will flow streams of living water. And he was speaking of the Spirit. Jesus yeah. was speaking of the Spirit. And so it makes me think also of that verse in Luke where he's talking to the Pharisees. And he says, the kingdom of God is not coming in ways that can be observed, nor will they say, look, here it is or there. For behold, the kingdom of God is in the midst of you. And I actually looked that up a while ago. And when it goes back to the Greek, it says intos, which means within, inside, within you, in your soul. And the reality of the kingdom of God being within us, going back to we were temples of the living God, and we have the same Holy Spirit sealed yeah. and sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Because Jesus, when he was glorified, he left that spirit for us as believers. Yeah. The kingdom of God, of God is, is within, within you. you. And I am learning, I know I've talked a number of times about my eating disorder, and Carrie, you've heard, it's been quite a long journey for me, but it has only been really recently where I have proactively been approaching situations and saying, okay, Lord, the kingdom of God is within me. Would you give me the desire from your spirit to want to glorify you with my temple? So it's not about the self-discipline or control to control my impulses, it is for the sake of wanting to glorify God with my temple. And there's so much freedom in that. Isn't that such just a subtle mm-hmm. nuance? Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Like, unless you were slowing down, like you were saying earlier, 
to pay attention and to listen, it we get robbed of those moments and it becomes about something other than right. the kingdom of God. Right. A restriction or a compulsion or something we should do. And, you know, the spirit was with Jesus. The spirit and Jesus and God the Father were one. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Don't right. you know that, you know, Jesus said, I am yeah. the Trinity going back to the three in one. And the reality of Jesus telling his disciples to pray, lead me not into temptation. And the reality of Jesus being led by the Spirit himself, being led into temptation. Right. And I know I shared with you too the encouragement I had about Jesus in the garden, even asking his Father to take the cup from him. Yeah. Jesus modeled the relationship with the Spirit and the Father mm-hmm. that we can have. Yeah. We can ask, we can we can receive in his name and the important thing is that we be abiding because otherwise we're just a notch off we're human well uh, yeah and i think that we do we go both directions and we either give into our humanity and become and forget the spirit mm-hmm. or or we move into performance and legalism and right. doing the right thing as opposed to dependence on the spirit. And we'll never get it right, no. but there's this beautiful dance that we're being invited into right. all the time. Lorena's in Sun River, her and Monty are in Sun River with us right now. And yesterday we went on this beautiful hike. And to be quite honest, like I, we did that hike probably, I was trying to remember last night, probably like 17 years ago, mm-hmm. I chose not to do it because I was too afraid. Okay. You didn't even ask. So the other people actually went up. I think I missed. That I did part. not go up. Okay. I stayed in the little grassy area. I'm talking about Smith oh, Rock. Yeah. I stayed at the bottom with Paige and Brenna, our okay. friends, Joe and Amy's daughter. And, and it was great. I got one-on-one time with them. So it right. was really great, but I was too afraid mm. to go. So Mike and I had said a few weeks ago, Let, we really want to go to Smith Rock. And I feel like I've really done work around anxiety and stuff. Mm. And so I, I felt like even if I couldn't make it, I could, there was enough of me now where I could say, I, I'll turn back, you go or right. whatever. But so when I, the other day I was thinking, uh, I'd like to do that. I thought, well, Lorena and are coming, so let's do that together. Mm. So we did that yesterday, and partway up, it got a little precarious, and that it's very high, and I have a massive fear of heights, and I could feel myself getting anxious. And so I just said, Lord, uh, I know you're right here with me. I want to do this thing really bad. It's beautiful. I love the people I'm with. And so I just, I felt like the Lord said, just look at your feet. And look at every step. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I just looked down and I looked at every step as opposed to looking over the edge or whatever. And um, and he filled my mind with Psalm 23. Mm -hmm. I just kept saying Psalm 23 over and over again. Okay. The reason I say that is not like, yay me. Right. The reason I say that is because how beautiful to bring this anxious place to the Lord and say... I can't, apart from you, I can do nothing. That's what your word says. And I'm living in the reality of that. And so I'm going to need your spirit to be my comforter and to walk alongside and encourage me along the way. And he did. I love that. And I got to witness that. And it was so fun. It really was. And I love that the first time when you chose not to go, there was beauty in that. Yeah. We get to, we get to be human and that's the thing that I love too about there being no condemnation is it is a journey. We are learning to trust and obey. And if we knew yesterday what we know today, yeah, we would not have gotten, well, we have to journey to even know what we know today. Right, so right. It's so beautiful. And I'm thinking of that scripture in Isaiah that says, 
there will be a voice, whether you turn to the left right. or the right, there'll be, this is the way walking it. Mm-hmm. And then of course, in first Thessalonians, it tells us not to quench the spirit. I bring that up because God keeps bringing that to my mind. And yet there's no condemnation when I quench the spirit and I right. still do it often. But I love that we get to walk with him. And the truth is he says we can come and be yoked and that we can be anxious for nothing and that we can walk and obey and trust and cast all our cares on new, him. But it's still so new so often. Yeah. But yesterday I got to see the fruit of that because it was so much fun. It really was. Yeah. It was so great. And I, I still was fearful at right. times, but mm-hmm. I was able to say, yeah, that feels a little bit scary and, you know, whatever. So the, I just felt like that was a time where I could really say that I was really walking in the spirit in such a way that I got to experience. And I, I, here's the other side note. When we walk in the spirit, we get to experience the freedom that the spirit promises. Yes. Um, if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. Yes. But that doesn't mean we are free of everything. No. We, we, we live in skin. And so there are things, the truth is, Heights are scary, and there is a real danger if you if you do not handle responsibly being up very high. Like you die, you fall, yes. you die, or you get injured, or whatever. So, I think there's this beauty in freedom doesn't have to look the way we think freedom is supposed to look. Yes, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Yeah, whether or not we feel like it. Whether or not we are acting like it, yes. the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. Yeah. And I think the Christian walk of sanctification is learning to walk more and more in that reality of the spirit's freedom. Right. And less and less in the lies of the evil one or our flesh or past trauma or old story or judgment, whatever you want to walk in that is human. Right. Where the spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. And the fact is, we get to start fresh mm-hmm. any moment of any day. That is the beauty of the Trinity and what Jesus did, that we can say, okay, I blew that. <laughs> and and I think even that, even a big piece of the reason why we have the ability to own our sin or our rebellion or our fears or whatever those things are is because the Spirit is alive and active in us mm-hmm. and saying, there's more if you'll press in, yes. if you'll recognize that that I'm inviting you to let, like, just like you said in revelation, the spirit says, come, mm-hmm. if you'll come and bring those things to me, I'm the only one that has the power. I didn't make you to carry those. Right. So what's our part? And that's the exciting, encouraging part to me. Our part is to say, yes, spirit. Our part is to say, I receive. Our part is to say, I will pause long enough to actually look at the living and active word, to look at the cross, to look at the spirit, to say, yes, I need fresh filling and revelation. I don't want to quench you. That's our part. Yes. And that's pretty exciting and transformational. It takes just a moment to stop, to breathe and yeah. surrender to the spirit and say, would you help me make a way for more of the word, for more love for you? Spirit come. That just takes a moment. And we are all designed so differently. It's going to look different for each one of us. But one thing that will look the same is more love, more faith, more hope, more desire for God, more love for one another. That will look the same. Yeah. I know that as Carrie and I part today with one another, our prayer for each other and for ourselves is the same as for you, that you would go in the peace 
and love and blessing of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of his spirit. And that the eyes of your hearts would be enlightened, that you would know the hope of your calling, that we would walk in fresh revelation of the deliverance and mercy, hope that are ours in Christ.